summer snippet uh, number nine. This is the last of the nine fruit of the spirit. Um, temperance, self-control. Again, we bring our attention to Galatians chapter five, verse twenty-two. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace. Patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things, there is no law. That's how the New International Version reads. The New International Version for these 23 years of being a church has been our preferred congregational version. Uh, that doesn't make any less reliable or, or holy or honorable the other versions. Those of us over um, 17 grew up on the King James Version, but the NIV just reads more like uh, like uh, uh, us. It takes out the thou and the wouldest and the be sought, and those words that are from the old English nomenclature. And so, thus reads the NIV. Temperance, by the way, is self-control in the King James Version. So this is the last of those nine fruit of the Spirit nine qualities, nine characteristics, nine virtues, nine actions, nine personality traits that every believer has in his or her life. Fruit of the Spirit. Uh, it's what makes us Christians. Uh, we got something on the inside that reflects and represents our Master, King, Lord Jesus Christ. It's what his presence and power brings into our lives. The Holy Ghost sets up shop when we're born again. Again, I remind us, these fruit are not optional. You've got them when you were saved. If you're saved at all, you have these. You don't have them in equal portions. Some manifest, demonstrate, shine through more dynamically than the others. But all nine are in your life. And remember last I taught, I mentioned that these are not all the fruit, the results of the Holy Spirit's indwelling. This just happens to be the list that Paul uses as he contrasts works of the flesh versus fruit of the Spirit. All we've been sharing during these 10 weeks, I took two to talk about long-suffering, is this. Knowledge is power. 
knowing they are in us uh, gives us room for them to ripen. Knowing is power. You don't have any excuse anymore. Hallelujah. Because for 10 weeks, we've been walking through each of these nine fruit. Let's go on to the lesson tonight. Again, King James Version calls it temperance. NIV calls it self-control. It's listed right after meekness for a reason. Meekness has to do with the attitude of a person who can control his temper or emotions. Remember last uh, week, the quote from Lucy Campbell, that famous Baptist hymn, Something Within Me That Holdeth the Rain. Uh, Reverend Dr. Gail Rice um, shared uh, with us the lesson. She was really my voice. I wrote the lesson. She just uh, provided uh, her 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 voice to it. So uh, temperance literally means in control of one's self. That's why it's translated self-control. The control or restraint of one's passions, strong feelings, of one's appetites, cravings for participation, and desires, things we just want. Passions, appetite, desires, um, self-control, temperance, is learning to live in the yes zone of God's will. Because you keep pulling yourselves away from the no zone of the flesh. Uh, temperance, self-control, is not overstepping the clear boundaries that the Lord's word has set. It's not going into the over region, the over region, like overeating, over drinking, over work, over indulging. You you may not overeat, over drink, but you over socialize. Every weekend you're kicking it. Uh others of us, I did say us are guilty of over-shopping. Still, some are guilty of over-indulgence in sexual appetite, cravings, and desires. Uh, self-control, this fruit called temperance, self-control, pulls us back from the edge of falling over the cliff dishonoring our Christian testimony and witness. Uh, Self-control preserves our physical longevity. So let me ask you, what area or areas of life do you need to practice more 
restraint, temperance, discipline, self-control? Are you out of control? Do you have the got to have it at any cost spirit? Isn't it something that the areas we work on are due to the God-given desires he has deposited in us? He created us. I many times use the word wired. He wired us to work. And yet we can be guilty of overworking. He wired us to eat. And yet we can be guilty of overeating. He wired us to be physically attracted to another. And yet we can be guilty of being out of control. He wired us for intimacy. He wired us to enjoy the earth. And yet we can be guilty of overindulging in the things he put on earth for us to enjoy. He wired us to have fellowship and fun, and yet we can be guilty of going over the boundaries. He did not wire us to take these things to the extreme. So self-control is staying within the acceptable territory that delights the Lord. Some of us live too close to the edge on our life's journey. We're excessive excessive in areas where we should be moderate. So let me ask a question. What areas of your life are you in extreme, just too much? You're in excess, carrying too many pounds on our frames, closets just bulging, and the bracket, the racks, just about to collapse. I'm speaking with a few of you who need to join in with the teacher, me, in asking and allowing the Holy Spirit to produce self-control. Not just in controlling our emotions, that's meekness, but in controlling our flesh. Am I by myself? Here's some helpful ways that we ought to consider. Number one, get an accountability partner. Uh, Make sure it's an accountability partner, not an aggravating partner, because aggravating uh, partners will make you negative about what you're doing. They'll negatively criticize you when you fall short. However, an accountability partner is the one who you can be transparent and open with as you as you struggle with issues because both of you will speak truth in love so in whatever area you're having you know challenges if it's weight control dieting shopping relationship trysts uh 
get somebody you can be open and honest with and 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 talk about uh your your struggle and of course that can't be everybody number two stay away from the places of temptations satan the snake found eve at the tree he did not take her there he found her there so don't go to the mall don't go to the club don't go to the restaurant don't go over to his house don't meet him at the rendezvous helpful hint number three take baby steps now i admire those who can go cold turkey just abruptly and quickly come to a screeching halt. I did that with cigarette smoking. On the day Pat and I celebrated our 25th wedding renewal at Metropolitan, I purposed and prayed that I was puffing my last cigarette on that day. And that day was June 7, 1997. And it happened. I just went cold turkey with cigarette smoking. But guess what? There have been other areas when I tried, but it didn't work. And it's just been trial and error. You step forward one step, you fall backwards two steps. But you don't beat up on yourself when you miss your mark. You may slip. You you may backslide. But you get up and you try again. Hallelujah. Here's another hint. Be honest with yourself. Don't lie to yourself and don't justify yourself. One of the lamest excuses we make is this. Well, I'm just human. I am human. Of course you are. Thank God you ain't a robot. But you are a human indwelt with the divine power of the Holy Ghost. You are a human who has been born again with the new nature of Christ. And that makes you different. And that holds us believers to higher standards. Here's another hint or helpful hint. Start the day in prayer and keep praying throughout the day. Telling the Lord the truth. And that's the amazing matter of having prayer. You can tell the Lord all about it. Not in your public prayer. Like if you're praying out loud on the line with us at 6 a.m. Or you're doing the opening or closing prayer. 
There are just some things that you may not want to mention. Save them for your private prayer closet time. Hallelujah. Another helpful hint. Take your daily vitamin. I take one that's especially made for senior citizens. Every morning I, I take one daily vitamin. You know what your spiritual daily vitamin is? The Holy Scriptures. Read the Word. Read it out loud. Hear it. Let the words from your mouth wrap it back around to your ear so you can hear it. It'll help to build your faith. Faith comes by hearing. So I know we got this habit of silent meditation, but listen, say it out loud. You know, set aside some time and designate a place where you can speak so you can hear it. You know, uh, here's a daily confession. I confess that I am becoming more and more controlled in my emotions and my physical life. Restraint, moderation, temperance, discipline, self-control. All of these are becoming a part of who I am and how I behave. The nature and character of Jesus Christ are becoming developed in me. The spiritual fruit of self-control is changing me, bringing peace to every situation I encounter and producing health in me as I learn to be moderate in everything that I do. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. So write, write out a little daily confession. Stick it on the icebox, you know, on the refrigerator, on the mirror, you know, on the, on the, on the dresser, on the door, and take time and say it every day. So that's my teaching on this fruit called self-control. Paul concludes this fruit bowl presentation with the phrase, against such there is no law. He assures the Galatian believers that if they are led by the Spirit, they are not under the law. He tells them, you'll not find any law referring to the rules of Moses. You'll not find any law that forbids these things, the fruit of the Spirit. Remember, before he lists the fruits, he talks about the works of the flesh. The flesh demands, but the Spirit produces. So we are in the production line, being made to look like and become more in spirit like Jesus, our Christ. That old person you and I were, 
the flesh, the flesh made life so hard, it really worked on us. You ever had anybody to work on your nerves? The flesh worked on us. But hallelujah, we're allowing the spirit to do his perfect work in us. And so for the rest of our lives, we're going to treat ourselves to plenty of fruit because fruit is healthy. Fruit is good for the soul. Fruit pleases God. Fruit is good for interrelationships with our neighbor. Fruit builds us up. In the most holy faith. So now the fruit of the spirit is peace, love, joy. Now the fruit of the spirit is long-suffering, kindness, goodness. Now the fruit of the spirit is faithfulness, gentleness and self-control against these things you cannot find any rule or law that's going to produce them only the Holy Ghost that dwells on the inside hallelujah 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 and that's the word of faith which I teach tonight